Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. This is the American Veteran Show. Proud to finally say these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors. But it's liberators. Dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews highlighting their commitment to our country. I want to thank the courageous men and women who've served their country in uniform. Less than 1% of the population of our country chooses to serve our country in the military. And the other 99% of us, we owe them. Online at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stephen Tubbs. Welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully by now we are a habit for you every Sunday at noon here. And welcome to those of you who listen via podcast at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Coming up, we've got the latest on what happened this past week out of North Korea with the firing of missiles, uh, certainly concerning Japanese citizens. And we'll have some of the sound of that, which included... Just a a terrifying siren and messages and front page news. We'll talk about that. Also straight ahead, we have the story of a man who we spent at least a few hours with at his home several years ago. Well, that was when he was 104. Now he's 107 and received the nation's and the United States Army's second highest medal Again, he's 107 and more than 600 days straight in combat in World War II. We'll talk with Denver resident and proud United States World War II veteran from the United States Army, Harold Nelson. That comes up. We could not do programs like this without our presenting sponsor, Attorney John Boson and his staff at Boson Law, B-O-E-S-E-N, BosonLaw.com, fighting on behalf of veterans every single day and also handling Camp Lejeune water cases as well. If this is possibly you or someone you know, get in touch, bosonlaw.com or 303-999-9999. Also coming up, we've got a look at whiskey, cigars, and veterans with uh, a fairly new gathering of uh, veterans over the country, across the country, and they are extremely happy to kind of be the modern-day VFW or American Legion. We'll talk about veteransandwhiskey.com. Coming up as we wrap up the program. First, though, let's get to North Korea. 
Air raid sirens ringing out across Tokyo, warning residents of an incoming missile fired by North Korea. The projectile flew directly over Japan before crashing into the Pacific Ocean. It's the first time Pyongyang has launched a ballistic missile over its neighbour in five years. The Japanese Prime Minister labelled it quote, barbaric, and said his government is right now working out a response with the United States and South Korea. Tonight, Seoul and Washington conducted precision bombing drills showing off their capabilities. Our foreign minister calling the test reckless and unacceptable. Let's go to Tokyo, where I'm joined by correspondent Chris Gilbert. Chris, this was a very rare moment. Residents told to take cover as the missile was hurtling towards them. How much has this escalated the situation in the region? Well, it is very shocking for everyone here in Japan. Uh, the people are very used to uh, missiles being launched regularly by North Korea, but to have one actually fly over the country, as you said, is a very rare event. And so it has escalated tensions uh, with neighbours like North Korea, uh, China and Russia. Japan is used to a regular hum of tension, but today this was definitely a spike. Uh, Pyongyang is saying that it uh, fired this uh, missile in response to ongoing uh, US, South Korea and Japan military drills in the region just last week. It also says it felt provoked by the visit of US Vice President Kamala Harris uh, the other week. And really, uh, the main thing here is also ongoing concerns, especially from South Korea, that the North Koreans may be preparing uh, yet another nuclear test in the coming months, maybe even before the end of the year. We're hearing the missile flew 4,600 kilometres. That's the longest distance ever travelled by a North Korean missile. Is that a sign Kim Jong-un's weaponry is becoming more sophisticated, do you think? Well, clearly it is becoming more sophisticated. As you said, the longest ever missile uh, to fly from North Korea. And what the government here in Japan believes is that Pyongyang is trying to demonstrate that the U.S. military base in Guam is now within striking distance of North Korea and really trying to send a sign that its missile program is advancing. Uh, a former admiral of the Japan Self-Defense uh, Forces said earlier today that he has also seen increased uh, capability of these missiles in the last uh, five to ten years or so. In fact, they can fly three times further than they could 20 years ago. Japan's PM has also indicated he may, quote, drastically strengthen Japan's defence capabilities. Does that mean arming up with missiles? How do people there feel about that? Yeah, well, it's not hard to drastically strengthen Japan's defences because it doesn't really have that many. It has a self-defence force. It doesn't have an army, and the Constitution forbids it from having an army. There has been talk here for quite some time, the last 10 years or so, uh, about increasing Japan's dis uh, defence spending, which doesn't really happen. Uh, it's currently at about 1% of GDP, and successive prime ministers have wanted to increase that to 2% of GDP, which is about the same as NATO members spend on defence as well. There's also ongoing talks about revisiting the constitution to allow Japan to have a military again and allow it to wage war again even. And so those talks are ongoing. It's a long way away yet, but that is what we'd be looking at if we were looking at a future with a remilitarized Japan. This missile went 2,800 miles. Guam is only about 2,300 miles from there. So this missile could, could really quickly reach a U.S. territory. So th this is this is of a lot of concern. Yeah.
Tracy, the U.S. and South Korea quickly responded. They launched fire jets and fired weapons at targets off of South Korea's west coast. Uh, Tell us what you make of that response. You know, I don't think we have any other choice other than to have sort of this show of force. I think North Korea is really feeling somewhat confident um, in their aggression in that, you know, you have Russia and China, which have become much more aggressive. Um, and they kind of encircle Japan. And really, it's kind of co- trying to call our bluff, seeing what are we going mm. to do um, in reaction to this. And also North Korea just basically designated themselves as, an, as a nuclear state um, back in September, which means that they are willing to preemptively strike um, in a nuclear attack. So I don't think we had any other choice um, but to to sort of push back on it. You know, Tracy, I was very concerned when you mentioned just the distance to Guam. Uh, it, it truly is concerning. I mean, for every and any nation that's uh, on the path. But how concerned are you by Kim Jong-un's refusal to return to talks with the U.S. over military or nuclear diplomacy? You know, I used to sort of vacillate back and forth on that. I have become concerned recently. And again, the reason I have become concerned um, is that in in a way, North Korea somewhat has, I don't think allies is the appropriate term, um, but they have... Um, aggressors in the region that weren't necessarily aggressors, you know, last year or the year before that. And I think they feel a bit more confident. And as a result, Kim Jong-un really doesn't feel this need to sit down um, and engage in these these nuclear talks. On CBS, Tracy Walder, former CIA officer and FBI agent, will continue to follow the situation out of North Korea. We'll take a time out, and when we come back, we celebrate and we mourn all in the next segment. That comes up next. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Now, back to the American Veteran Show. Here's Stefan Tubbs. We continue this Sunday on the American Veteran Show and Denver Broncos football free today. So thank you so much to those of you who may be normally watching or listening to football and you make us a habit. The American Veteran Show, we all appreciate you joining us and thank you to our veterans, our active duty and certainly your family members as well. It was just this past week that a man that I would say is about one of the most incredible individuals I've met over the last 10 years. His name is Harold Nelson, United States Army World War II veteran, and he is 107 years young. Just this past week at Fort Carson, a monumental ceremony. 107-year-old World War II veteran from Colorado received the Army's second highest honor at Fort Carson today, the Silver Star, for his valor in combat. Sergeant First Class Harold Nelson is also the recipient of two Purple Hearts. 11 News reporter Logan McDonald is live at Fort Carson. And Logan, you were there when he received this big honor today. And this has been a long time in the making, Lindsay and Adam. In fact, at one point, Nelson's family didn't know that this would ever happen after he lost his records in a fire in Kansas City back in the 1970s. However, after interviews with his colleagues and family members, Nelson is now being fully recognized for his valor and accomplishments with a silver star. Well, I guess it's really nice, really nice. 
I hope I deserve it. Having once served in 635 days of nonstop combat, Nelson's time in the United States Army was nothing short of extraordinary. Now, Nelson serves as an example for those who continue to serve. I've served five tours in Iraq, um, but I never saw combat like he saw. I mean, 635 straight days of nonstop combat. I can't, my service can't compare to what he's done. So. Charles Costanza, who heads up the 3rd Infantry Division at Fort Carson, also spoke about one example of Nelson's bravery in World War II. And a German soldier came behind him and threw a grenade right, right behind him, and it blew the backpack literally off of his back, and he wasn't wounded, and he just kept, like, it was like a mosquito, he just kept firing on that house where the Germans were held up. Nelson's two Purple Hearts were earned for once, taking shrapnel to the body in battle and once being grazed in the stomach by gunfire on the battlefield. In both cases, presenters say Nelson fought on, putting his men before himself. I got, uh, I got a helmet full of milk for him one time from a cow in Italy. No. That was the best drink they ever had. Yeah, Beyond beer. <laughs> And despite having come close to death many times, Nelson continues to inspire generations to come. Oh, I guess the good Lord are looking after me. I made six amphibious invasions under enemy fire, and there's nobody lived that long. I don't believe. You had a guardian angel. Yeah. They didn't, I guess, didn't want to kill me. <laughs> Nelson's daughter also said that he built the Keebler Bakery in Denver and additionally invented the machine that makes Keebler saltine crackers. Overall, just an incredible man and an incredible story. That from KRDO in Colorado Springs. Congratulations and the best to the Nelson family. They've kept in touch with us here on the American Veteran Show over the years. And Harold Nelson, just a sweetheart, 107. But 180 degrees different is our next story. Some of you may remember that it was just as the pandemic was getting underway in June of 2020 with American military family. I had the opportunity to go on the road with, with that group based here in Colorado, but veterans from across the country. It was a 72 hour, basically a reboot, a retreat. And one of the men that I met there was a young man from Ohio named Ben Ruin. And Ben Told me everything was fine, and sadly, Ben died this past week. This is from our programming back in June of 2020. One of the veterans here at the American Military Family Healing Heroes 72-hour reboot is uh, Ben Ruin. And originally from Cincinnati, now in Florida. And I just got to ask you, brother, first, first I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you first. And what's this been like for you? Um... At the first, when it first started, I had no clue what I was thinking. Uh, total fear and just complete loss. And over the past seven months, it's been complete eye-opening and life-changing uh, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, just all around. Um, a total life change since uh, American Military Family came into my life and essentially saved my life for me back in November of 2019. 2019 November, not that long ago. Uh, we're talking what eight months ago, 
And, and just so you know, friends, I, I've asked Ben. I mean, I, look, you don't have to talk about anything that you don't want to, but um, you were at a low point, man, maybe the lowest of your life. What you're, you're okay in sharing, tell us about it. Yeah, um, I was. I got out of the military in 2009, and from that point, I already knew I kind of had a, like an issue uh, dealing with certain life situations, PTSD and everything, uh, but I never wanted to really accept it or address any issues. All I wanted to do was mask it and run away, and all I was doing was compounding the issues on top of more issues, making my life unbearable more and more by the day um running from this and that um i ended up having i've got two sons and through my actions of not dealing with my issues i'm currently not really able to be in their lives um but back in november everything just compiled so much that i had the whole mindset that it would be a lot easier if i just took my own life versus dealing with the pain and heartache of not being in my son's life, dealing with the stress, the memories of PTSD. Uh, So November 16th, I attempted to take my own life. And that's when American military family uh, was called into action. And they actually put boots on ground and came knocking on my door face to face uh, to essentially save my life. Um, within 72 hours, I was on a plane on my way to a treatment facility in Southern Florida in Fort Lauderdale. And that was the start of everything. Um, got down there and really, I thought I was just going to do the 30, 45 days and go back home and everything was going to be fine. And after getting the started getting the help that I needed, I started realizing that this is a lot deeper issue and it's a lot more intensive treatment that I really needed. So I decided that I was going to go to a sober living facility to build a foundation um, to try to help me get back on my feet. And then I started realizing that this isn't just an overnight fix, that this is a process. Um, So I started 12-step programs and going to more treatment and speaking with doctors and addressing the actual underlying issues of everything going on. And I made the decision to move down to uh, Florida with no time frame set when I'll go back to Ohio, because I know if I go back to Ohio, all I'm going to do is complicate everything because I've not fully addressed all of the issues that first began all this stuff that I've been going through. Our guest here, um, in Alabama with American military family is Ben Ruan. And first of all, it just, it takes guts, man, to just sit. I mean, we met last night, we met last night after pizza and, and, you know, I'm like, I definitely want to talk to you and uh, we'll get to what you just did on the lake in just a moment because <laughs> you're lucky to still be in one piece. But, you know, this program has saved lives. I've seen it work. It does work. Um, and there's people, you know, down by the lake shore right now, you know, and there's a lot of people struggling down there. That from June of 2020 at the American Military Family Retreat in Alabama. Ben died a little less than a week ago. He was on a self-destructive path. I am angry because I cared for this young man. I also mourn, of course. But I'm angry because, at least from my perspective, this was yet another one of our veterans who looked me in the eye 
said he was fine. As you heard from more than two years ago, he said he was fine and he was taking the steps to have a better life. Friends, please remember people care. The new National Suicide Lifeline is 988. 988. We miss you, Ben. And we certainly mourn for your family and especially your two children left behind. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show with veteransandwhiskey.com. Maybe getting the VFW and American Legions kind of into the 21st century. We'll have that next. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Welcome back to the American Veteran Show. We continue now with Stefan Tubbs. We continue this week's edition of the American Veteran Show, and maybe this is more conducive to uh, the 4th of July type programming that we do, but is there a wrong time to talk about whiskey? Now, first and foremost, I realize that a lot of veterans come back and there are substance abuse problems and alcohol problems as well. In doing what we're going to do over the next segment, maybe two, we by no means make it... uh, like just a, a laughing matter. We we realize that. But I want to have some fun because we're we're serious here a lot and we should be. But we've got a great uh, couple of segments here with Warriors and Whiskey. Stephen Cote is here and you've got one of the fairly probably like one of the coolest titles I've ever heard. Did you come up with that on your own? No, it's uh Basically, on part of the uh, founders of the the organization, uh, as we've grown through all the success that we've had, came up with the uh, the lead ambassador. There's another lead ambassador that's in Florida that is basically we're in a, the point charge between the regional ambassadors and the city ambassadors around the nation, and the connecting founders of the company, uh, both Jason Spencer. Tom McClendon and Milo Kosiak to basically create this organization. Um, so they said um, they saw the the ability in me and what I've been able to do to um, network and develop relationships. And um, I, I take on a, the position with an honor to uh, help the company grow and connect our veterans. Well, lead ambassador for for uh, whiskey uh, and and our veterans, it's it's perfect. We're going to talk to uh, founder Jason Spencer coming up. He's active duty in the United States Navy. But you and I are, are connected via social media. We saw each other at an event, a military event earlier in uh, in the summer. What is it in a nutshell? This organization uh, you've got. Uh, just a few members, right, coast to coast? About 23,000 members that have uh, come and joined the organization uh, since its founding in December of 2020. To a sense, it's been uh, quite an exciting ride and a little bit of almost like kind of herding cats as far as uh, (laughs) getting the organization up off the ground. Um, But in a nutshell, what they, uh, Milo and Jason and Tom uh, envisioned is that they were looking for a new environment um, to develop uh, the camaraderie for the the military veterans to find a new place to share that brotherhood and sisterhood that they had while they're in the service in a new arena and a new platform, very similar to like maybe what the VFW or American Legion do, but a little bit more open architecture. You know, you don't have to typically serve in a war. You know, like 
any veteran or active duty um, as part of the organization. Uh, the Warrior and Whiskey Social Club is also to where first responders um, and people uh, of that title. Also, it might be a you know a mom or a dad of you know an active duty or a veteran that supports the cause, um, enjoys the world of spirits and things like that. Um, would be in that organization and with a larger vision of basically creating micro distilleries and speakeasies in different cities all around the nation to where the general public could turn around and, and come in and support the organization and also in the back of it might be like a speakeasy type environment you know where it would be specific for the members of Warriors of Whiskey or, or Veterans Whiskey Club. Let me ask you how do you get involved like literally do you have military background uh, in in your family kind of explain how you get involved. I'm a Navy veteran. I served from 1982 to 1991, uh, both on a ship out of Little Creek, Virginia, and served a short uh, another tour at the U.S. Naval Academy. Um, both my wife and I are veterans, and we're very active in the veteran community here in Denver, in various things like wreaths across America and uh, different uh, organizational activities and things like that in the area, and really um, look at ways that we can, you know, give back to those. I said, um, you either have time or money you know you can either give your money and like so like i said I, I i got the time and i i just like networking and, and building relationships to further grow in the, and build a veteran environment and give them a place where they you know can enjoy themselves well thank you for your service your sacrifice and and your wife as well again Stephen cote here in studio with us uh he is the lead ambassador for veterans whiskey club and warriors and whiskey and uh, its founder is jason spencer he joins us on the phone on the road in florida and and jason thank you thank you as well for serving i know your active duty united states navy and and uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the program as well. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so I appreciate it for sure. How does this, uh, you know, from from your perspective, you know, um, Stephen had mentioned, you know, kind of the trifecta, if you will, of this this organization. Kind of talk about how it came about. Yeah, from what Stephen is doing, you can tell why we gave him the lead ambassador role. <laughs> uh, he's he's doing so much stuff for us, but. Um, and we can't thank him enough for what he does. But the, re- the way that we actually started was we started through Veterans Whiskey Club. In December of 2020, I was in my garage having, having a whiskey and was looking for ways to basically just link up with other like-minded veterans like myself, found local whiskey clubs in Jacksonville, and then I searched for you know military-centric and veteran-related whiskey clubs and found that there wasn't one. So I created it, and within... About a week, there was over a thousand members in it. Wow! And at that at that point, Milo, who I've served with um, in a couple of different capacities now, reached out to me. He's like, "You found something, and we can build off this, and we can we can do a lot of things." So he brought in Tom McClendon, who through different circles, we never actually served in the same command, but we served similarly. Tom is a uh, retired U.S. Navy P-3 pilot, and Milo's a retired uh, Navy P-3 NFO. For those that don't know what that is, think um, Goose in Top Gun. Mm-hmm. So back backseat kind of guy. Um, and from there, we wanted to find a way to give back to veterans. And we initially went after doing a 501c3, but found there was 
too much red tape for us to kind of get through at the time. Milo and I were still active duty. Tom was retired um, and working for an airline at the time. So it was just too much time consuming. So we went on the route of, hey, let's start an LLC and we will link link people up and then we'll donate portions of whatever you know money we make to veteran charities that are already out there Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of how how we started and since then we've we've evolved a lot because we've gotten into the point where we we got through covid and linking people up through social media and we're like hey now how do we do this in person and and make a real impact and give veterans that camaraderie that they've been missing since they've been out of the Navy. And that's where the ambassadorship program came in. And Stephen has been a godsend. I mean, he's blew this whole thing up in, in Colorado. Um, and then that's why we made him the lead ambassador. And he runs the ambassadors through the different um, chapters that we have. And we're pretty much in you got to think fleet-centric locations for the most part. Um, and the way we, we get the word out is by newsletters and through social media. We put events on and try to get try to get um, veterans linked up um, in person. Yeah. Now, we're, we're going to do one more segment with you guys, and you've got a fundraiser coming up November 18th. We're going to talk about it in our final segment this week on the program. But if, if uh, somebody's listening, hey, wait a minute. I'm a Marine. I'm a Coast Guard. I'm uh, I'm in the Air Force. Um, I'm in the Army. Is this just for Navy guys? Absolutely not. Um, Coast Guard, every, everything. Uh, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force, Army, Army Reserves, any of the reserves. If you served in the United States military, this is for you. That is what I, I love. We'll, uh, we'll wrap up this segment with Jason and Stephen here in studio with us. We'll continue in our final segment. Uh, best website is Warriors and A-N-D, WarriorsandWhiskey.com. If you're on Facebook, uh, there's a Veterans Whiskey Club. And we'll talk about that event coming up in uh, not too distant of a future. Uh, in fact, just next month here in Colorado. We're talking whiskey. We're talking cigars. We're talking veterans. But you all know it's more than that. And we will wrap up the program with more coming up next. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. This is the American Veteran Show, online at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stephan Tubbs. We wrap up this week's edition of the American Veteran Show with our in-studio guest, lead ambassador for Warriors and Whiskey, Stephen Cote, here in our Denver studios, and founder Jason Spencer, co-founder. There's three different uh, founders, and they're terrific, and they're all veterans. Stephen's a veteran. His wife is a veteran. United States Navy. Again, the website, warriorsandwhiskey.com. Now, I, I don't want to be negative, Ned, here, but I want to ask you, we, we started the segment you know, uh, with you last last segment about you know, there is an issue with some veterans who have substance abuse problems, alcohol problems. Have you guys addressed that? And, and how do you, you kind of go about a sensitive subject for some? 
Well, the, the most important thing that we always want to stress on is that also, you know, one, re- responsible consumption. Um, it's a, in a lot of cases, we even allow, you know, friends to come along with the veterans to Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So that they – that um, – and really promote the, you know, the responsible consumption. I'm actually a, uh, a son of a, a 47-year recovered alcoholic, mm. so I'm very aware firsthand of of the situation and understand that, um, yeah, it, it needs to be in the forefront. But the most important thing we always fall back on is, like I said, the responsible consumption. And, and, really and the camaraderie talk, that you, right. you, you talk about. Yeah. Cigars are involved as well. Talk about that. Right, yeah. The group developed even more, and, like, the two of them usually go hand in hand. You know, they like said, you know, whether you're enjoying the – you know, a good whiskey or a bourbon or something like that, along with a you know a cigar, and then kind of like nested from the people within the the group, the other members, basically just questioning like, hey, what about this? What about and that? That's basically, you know, where that in turn came from. Um, and the big picture, a lot of what we do is we said with the meetups, um, we look at go get go into organizations, establishments, whether it be the higher end whiskey club, you know, bars, distilleries, things like that, um, getting veterans uh discount above and beyond their discount we carry a coin which is a challenge coin and that kind of signifies you know your membership to within the organization and that um that's kind of like your pass key if we've negotiated like i said for example there's places that you know give us you know 25 percent off a discount things like that it's all different distilleries. We have a whole list of it. And that's the thing is that, like, a guy could travel to another state and look, you know, look inside the, the page and say, like, well, where's a place that I could get a discount here in this state? Awesome. You know? So uh, you, can, you can find that um, on the website, I'm um, assuming? As a member. Like I said, once they've uh-huh. been vetted, like I said, the, the listing and information as far as where all the discounts are available throughout the nation. We do other things, like I said, um, like Jason was talking about the, like, the fundraising things. We do barrel picks with distilleries, and then that's how we found Houses for Warriors. We did a barrel pick, and then part of that they get was a donation that was given them to help their establishment. Mm-hmm. They've done uh, that for the Clara White Mission in Florida. They've done that for the Canine for Warriors, which is in Florida. Um, and the ambassadors in different cities are responsible for finding an organization. Then we vet them. So you've kind of done the heavy lifting, which is really cool because – you you have the right people in the group, but then you have the right groups that the people in your group c- can get to. I, I think it's terrific. Let's right. let's get back to uh, to, to Jason Spencer, uh, active duty United States uh, Navy, and and he joins us from Florida. Look, and this is not a negative. We all know Jason. Uh, well, most of us that either have served, which I have not, but I certainly have uh, tons and tons of veteran experience. Alcohol is, and it's not a negative, uh, it can be, but alcohol is a part of the military life, whether people want to admit it or not. Or am I incorrect? You're correct, but there is that responsibility portion right. of it. And it's not about abusing it. It's more about... It's about the camaraderie that you, you get when, you, when you're heading into to theater and heading out of theater. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have a couple of drinks around friends and you talk about what your, the mission that you're about to go do or you talk about the mission that you did. What we're really about is rekindling that, bringing that back so that people can tell those sea stories or those battle stories over a whiskey or two or, and, and have that camaraderie and that Knowing that you're talking to somebody who's been through the same things. 
Yeah, it's almost like the and, – and Stephen had mentioned, it, and no offense because I've got great uh, – we've done great features and we've got great individuals connected with American Legions and, and VFWs. This is almost kind of, to me, um, fast-forwarding it maybe to 2022 or into the 21st century. Jason, um, I'm going to uh, ask Stephen to highlight the November 18th fundraiser coming up. So I want to give you the last word, and please know that um, you know we appreciate your, obviously, uh, tremendously your service, but uh, we'll have you guys on the, on the show anytime we can help. But just final thoughts from you. You know, if you're a veteran and you're looking for a place to hang out with like-minded people, even if you don't drink and you just want to come talk and that sort of thing, this is the club for you, Warriors and Whiskey, Veterans Whiskey Club. Come join us online, Facebook, Instagram. Just find us online. Awesome. Jason Spencer is the founder, one of uh, the three guys, and uh, greatly appreciate your time. Thank you, Jason. Again, it's uh, Warriors and whiskey.com in the time we have left uh steven here in studio with me tell tell us about the november 18th wings over the rockies event you mentioned the uh houses for warriors the the fundraiser yes that's uh that's an organization that we're connected with here in colorado as i said and different ambassadors get connected with different organizations in their own state we found this organization andrew canellis is a air force veteran uh security force type guy and uh actually uh you know, got um, saw some pretty heavy duty stuff. Came back, was uh, really you know caught up in a lot of stuff. Um, you know, basically ended up homeless. Um, mm. Where um, and the statistics are staggering as far as the amount of you know homeless veterans that are out there. And there's a lot of great programs. So what he in turn envisioned and developed is he um, what he has right now is he has a home in um, in Littleton. Um, Basically, it's been re-renovated to where it can house about 10 or 12 veterans in the one home. Um, and basically, it's like it's a no alcohol, so no drugs. And they get these um, other veterans, and it goes through a whole uh, rehabilitation, repurpose program to where they have a self, uh, self-development coach to help them. They have all, get them, um, figure out what any of the VA benefits that they can get. Um, and really get them back into a point of sense of purpose. Um, and so what's happening on November 18th is that there's going to be a gala fundraiser that is going to be happening at the Wings Over the Rockies in that evening. You know, very uh, kind of a 1940s theme uh, uh, platform. And if you haven't been to that uh, that that place, it's it's Great really venue. cool just to yeah. hang out and have dinner all among the you know the old plains. And that's a, a fundraiser because what his, envision, his vision is is to create a compound similar to what Canine for Warriors is in Punta Verde, Florida, with about eight or ten buildings, like fitness center, cafeteria, dormitories, um, like, a, like a room for a shop class and things like that. Because Andrew was very big into the um, like construction, plumbing, you know, and the, the trades and things like that. So he's getting networked with, uh, like, um, in Aurora, there's like an apprenticeship program, and he helps these guys. Um, and then over the 12 to 16 weeks that they're in the home, basically is the goal to get them, you know, out on their own, you know, back in their own place and off the street. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, it's just a huge fundraising gala. 
that is going to you know, be generating the funds to start you know looking for the land to secure that place. Yeah, it's and another start building. very very worthy project. We'll have to have uh, uh, you know a segment with them as well. We got to wrap up, but how can people get more info on whether if they want to attend, say the 18th of November? Uh, is is it the same website? Um, Housesforwarriors.org. Um, they can think of Houses for Warriors it's on Facebook, Instagram, and on the internet. Um, like I said, it's located here in Denver, Colorado. And, uh, you know, we can get information posted. We post that information out on our Houses for Warriors, on our Warriors and Whiskey pages Mm -hmm. and everything like that. But housesforwarriors.org on the Internet, Houses for Warriors on all any of the social media platforms. You can find that there's a gala fundraiser event that's happening November 18th on Wings Over the Rockies. I think it, it is vital as we wrap up this week's edition that, there's not a glass of whiskey to be found in this studio in master control. Instead, though, there's a half-empty water bottle. Brother, thank you for your service. I'm glad we uh, we connected, and thank you. This is a fabulous program, and hopefully we can funnel some, some people to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you again. That wraps up this week's edition of the program for producer Michael Arpaio. I'm Stephen Tubbs. Have a terrific week ahead, and we will talk to you next week with a brand-new episode. Take time out this week, and always remember our troops. The American Veterans Show is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteransShow.com. Join us next week for another edition of The American Veterans Show. Shop Amazon for last-minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot, we didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice, better reciprocate. For last-minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get past the free shipping at Amazon.